When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good afternoon again, Rory. Well, despite the fact that there were leaden skies over Cork City today, the sun is certainly shining for two Cork athletes who hit the headlines in the 2022 Cork City Marathon. Tim O'Donoghue winning the men's race, setting a new course record in the process, coming across the line in 2 hours, 18 minutes and 37 seconds. And Lizzie Lee of Leeville achieving a big ambition of hers by winning the ladies' race as well in tremendous fashion in 2 hours, uh, 44 minutes and 54 seconds. We'll firstly concentrate on the men's race and the story of today's race was Tim O'Donoghue of East Cork AC, really one of the favourites going into the event. He was shoulder to shoulder with Polish athlete Pavel Korsak in a time of 33.48 when the two runners passed the 10k mark. By the time they came though to the 10 mile mark, Tim O'Donoghue of East Cork AC had opened up a 15 second advantage. At this stage, Alan O'Shea and Gary O'Hanlon were the nearest pursuers, with Owen Mullen and Leavell's Conor McCauley also in the mix. At halfway, it was interesting to see that that gap had stretched further to 35 seconds, with Tim going through at a halfway mark in 109.08. And the gap began to extend as the race went on because at the three quarter way stage, just before before that, the 30k mark, Tim O'Donoghue going through in 138.28, which gave him over a two-minute advantage at that stage over Pavel Korsak, who still was his nearest pursuer. In the end, then, he came through on Patrick Street to the cheers of a really large gathering, winning the event in tremendous fashion, with the Polish athlete uh, Korsak in second place. He'd finished fourth in 2019. Behind that, it was Alan O'Shea, 2007 winner, who was in third, and the defending champion. Champion Gary O'Hanlon, who was a great champion in Cork in 2018 and 2019, he held a course record, remember, going into today's race, 2.21.09, but Tim O'Donoghue certainly smashing that in tremendous fashion as he crossed the line in 2 hours, 18 minutes and 37 seconds. And I am delighted to know to say that we are joined now on the line by Tim O'Donoghue. Uh, time has passed a bit, I suppose, uh, since he crossed the line there. Tim, firstly, many congratulations. And how, how have things been since then? It's, what, six hours almost, uh, over six hours almost at this stage uh, since you crossed the finish line. How was the body uh, behaving in the six hours in between? I expect from running 26 miles look fairly beat up. Um, legs are fairly shot now. Um, but overall, I suppose, look, you're still maybe a little bit of a high from from the race, you know, probably won't feel the deal effects until a day or two later, um, but I certainly won't be doing anything running-wise for the next um, week or two or even longer. 
Everything seemed to go to plan for you today, uh, Tim. Even people out the course who were watching the race, and I know you you had a real battle with Pavel, but everyone said you, you looked to be in control of your own destiny all the way around. Yeah, so look, in my head, John, I suppose I had to go through the first half in 70, um, and I suppose that was being maybe just a, t- a tiny bit conservative, just considering the second half is a little tougher with the hills and things. Um, but then Pavel was next to me for eight, eight and a half miles, um, so again, that pace pushed a little harder than um, than I wanted to. But um, we went through half. I went through half in sixty nine, and was able to hold it um, pretty much to the finish. Um, so, like, yeah, it looked felt very in control. Um, even the the few hills in the second half felt good going up them. Um, the, the only point in the race, I suppose, where I was doubting myself a bit was coming in the Carragahan straight and look that's probably more mental than anything else when you come out and you can see the big stretch in front of you um, but the legs did feel extra heavy there but as soon as I came around the bend by the Maradike I was um, I, I was uh, in, de- in decent shape again to finish it out You had uh, Gary O'Hanlon and Alan O'Shea behind Pavel were you aware what was going on in the immediate behind you and, and aware of the fact of, of the comfortable lead that you had? I was, I suppose, look, being a local race, um, look, there was a few people out on bikes, Nicky, my brother was out there, uh, Kevin, one of the, the buddies as well, was out, and they were giving, um, at the start anyway, look, they were just kind of coming back and saying, here's what the gap is. Um, but I suppose when you, you get to a certain point and you're feeling in control, as you said, and that you kind of just try and focus on your own race and keeping the pace, so really for the second half, it was just keeping an eye on the mile split and, you know, considering where you have some tougher sections, you have some downhills, so just keeping the pace consistent to try and get the the, the time at the finish to try and keep two even um, half marathons back-to-back. And obviously the other factor that must have been in your mind was that course record which you, you smashed today. When did that become a real object for you of, of, of a target when you when you were coming along obviously Gary O'Hanlon the course record holder was behind you but you were ahead all the way in terms of the existing course record I I was and look I suppose I had it in my head for a good few weeks to, if I'd be honest um, look, and, and, and uh, I suppose I, I tried to do Cork uh, I suppose properly since 2016 I got a, a bad injury in the hip 2017 was still recovering 2018 a reoccurrence of it and 2019 I suppose I went in half-baked, so, and obviously the last two years then I wasn't done with COVID, so this year I really was, I suppose, focusing from maybe kind of February on, and look, yeah, I did have the the course record in, in my head, and um, luckily it all worked out in the day, you know. Must have been a really special feeling coming into Patrick Street, uh, Tim, knowing that you had a comfortable advantage, and of course your family, your wife Emer, and two young daughters there as well, amongst a large crowd to greet you. Yeah, no, it's a great feeling, John. I suppose even uh, it's kind of a bit hard to, I suppose, even to take it in or absorb it when um, you're after running 26 miles. But I was once once I crossed the finish line and was able to take a breather. I, I, I was good. But I was kind of saying to you earlier earlier on offline that you know athletics is kind of funny in that you know with cross country or track or other smaller road races, you know. That not many people see them, you know, they're they're on in different parts of the country and they mightn't have the same kind of support. So I suppose it's good for the family and other people to see that, you know, this is what's involved in it. And, and this is why, I suppose, for the, the two girls, this is why daddy goes out early in the morning and why he does his 20 miles on a Sunday and mightn't be around to do something, you know. So 
in that way it is um, it is good for him to see it so finally Tim a major box ticked obviously uh, a wonderful course record victory and your whole marathon in Cork a bit of a break what's next um, so look I, I suppose really it is, it is the marathon for me I suppose I've kind of known that for a while um, so I, I'll aim for I would think Dublin at the end of October so take a break for a couple of weeks in terms of just you know easy running and nothing nothing too difficult and then start building up to Dublin um, with with an eye in, on a decent time and that's that's the national championships as well so um, the placing as well there and possibly after that John maybe look out far and, and um, you know try for just a quick time really is what I would be looking for well, a brilliant story, Tim. Uh, it's a damp, drizzly afternoon, I'm sure, to the, to the evening to put the feet up, relax and reflect. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, but uh, I'd say there'll, there'll be a gathering now in, in the city somewhere later on, so we'll head out for a few points and um, make the most of it. Well, that'll be richly deserved. Many thanks indeed, Tim, for taking our call. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, John. So a wonderful success indeed for East Cork AC man Tim O'Donoghue in today's Cork City Marathon. We're going to touch briefly as well on the half marathon which was won in tremendous fashion by Jake O'Regan in 104.04. Peter Sandberg was in second place in 108.10 with Shane Collins running a great race to finish in uh, 1.11 flat. That was the third place finisher and the ever consistent John Mead, another Cork man, John from St. Finbars finishing in fourth place overall. Courtney Maguire was the ladies winner of the half marathon today in 119.22. Uh, she defeated Catherine Thornton, who was uh, her nearest rival coming across the line, but an impressive performance uh, by Courtney Maguire. And in third place was Neve Moore of Leavell, with Angela McCann, a former winner of the marathon herself in Cork, coming home in fourth position. In relation to the relay event, the visiting Brighton AP a training group in tremendous fashion, they came to Cork with a mission on winning today, and they certainly achieved their ambitions when they came home in 2 hours, 14 minutes and 3 seconds to win the relay event. We're going to focus shortly on the ladies' race and hope to talk to ladies' winner Lizzie Lee. But at the moment, at the moment, Rory is back to you. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. 